0: Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. I'm George Bushel and you are listening to a brand new episode of the Best Day Ever podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back in the Lifting Club podcast studio for yet another episode. Last time out we had Ad Davies on the pod and if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, please do. I would highly recommend it and don't forget to let us know what you think afterwards. But in the meantime, let's get to today's guest. He is from our amazing property department and part of a team that works extremely hard behind the scenes to make shit happen across all of our sites. It's facilities executive Jim Morris. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, George. Great to be here. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) How are you doing today?
1: Yeah, all good. Uh, Yeah been a busy day but it always is so
0: uh, yeah <laughs> ready to <crack> on. <laughs> kind of par for the course isn't yeah, it having yeah, busy nothing. days in property but um i mean to be fair like we are starting to turn the corner in t- from spring into summer which is personally my favorite season so i'm in i'm in pretty good spirits but i'm very eager to find out a bit more about you jim and i know we've got plenty to talk about on the gym side of things but before we get to that yeah. let's find out a bit more about you personally tell us a bit more about yourself and what you get up to outside of work yeah, so I mean I'm probably one of those annoying people that kind of
1: says they'll do anything or kind of enjoy anything. Um, but annoyingly it is true. Um so <laughs> yeah, big into sport, big into music, um, like a bit of theatre. my background is in theatre, so I sort of have a lot of roots in that. Um so yeah, I play football on a Fridays with my brother and a group of his mates. Um, just sort of hour and a half kick around, five aside, maybe nine aside, depending on sort of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, keen to go to the rugby, watch the cricket, um, go to Baston, Twickenham, everywhere. i um, a Villa fan, of course, because, you know, the best team in the
0: Midlands, obviously. That was going to be my uh, first yeah. question. <laughs> Who do you support? That's all good. I think we've got a lot of Villa fans listening, so that's all good. That's fine, continue. yeah. Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um,
1: like I said, with music as well, like if I can go to a gig, um, perfect. Obviously, with COVID, it was a bit of a tricky time with that, um, mm. but it's good to be able to sort of go back out and enjoy these things again. Um I used to playing a band, uh back in the day, uh in one of my old jobs. So we had a sort of team of people that worked in the uh building every day. Um and then because it was a theatre we had uh actors coming in, coming and going each season. So we would sort of do a rap party at the end of the season, get those guys in, see what songs they wanted to play, write all the music for them and then just
0: smash it out on a night and have a have a, a few beers and a, <laughs> a nice little party. That's pretty exciting. Have you met anybody famous? through your time working at the theatre? Because sometimes you get quite big names yeah, dropping so, in and doing um, theatre every now and again. Have you met anybody? Yeah, so quite a few. Um, yeah. Go on, do you, um, have a, have a li- drop a few names. Drop a few names, yeah. So uh,
1: <laughs> we had um, one particular uh, night that was uh, broadcast on BBC Live. Um, so it was on BBC One, big celebration. Um, so we had the likes of uh, Ian McKellen, Benedict Cumberbatch, Judi Dench, David Tennant, wow. um, Carla, Tim Minchin... Uh, oh, there's so many more. Prince Charles was there, although, yeah, he didn't do much.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so the, at the end of that night, there was a rap party, and I'd done like a 15-hour day, and I was like, I'm, go- I'm going to that party because I need to just unwind and have a good time. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, all, all these guys are there having a having a few drinks and a, a nice time, which is, yeah, those are a few. Um, one of my mates stepped on David Tennant's foot um, <laughs> at the bar by accident and was, didn't realise it was him, was kind of scoffed, and then was like, oh crap, that was David Tennant, um, and then, like, apologised massively, and he was like, it's fine, don't worry. But, yeah, so, yeah, there's a few names. <laughs> wow, but quite a
0: few names there. Yeah, definitely. Um, did, you say, did you say, have you met any of them,
1: or...? Yeah, yeah, so, um, uh, t- Tim Minchin, especially, like, I'm a, I love Tim Minchin, um, Australian, well, musician, comedian, comedian yeah, mm. yeah. Um, him, especially, he... Uh, uh, we happened to turn around at the same time in the bar and, just, and made eye contact and I was like oh, I've got to say hello so immediately said hello um, we had a nice little chat lovely guy um, and yeah there was a few so um, David Suchet as, as well was around at the time um, and so like actors like that so
0: what's yeah, he from that, that, uh, that name rings a bell what's per- he from
1: Prorant yeah, of course yeah. of so, like, course a bit old school but uh, sort of a legend and sort of yeah in his field, yeah. in field and that sort of stuff so, so yeah so crazy Crazy times. And then, um, yeah, that's that's kind of it, I guess, yeah, in terms of names. <laughs> Did you get starstruck much doing that? Uh, I think you got to the point where, it kind of sounds silly, but because they're kind of just around, you just kind of go, yeah, they're just normal people and they're here to do a job. I'm here to do a job. And you just kind of crack on. And you, d- you don't really notice it. Um, but yeah i think i think tim mitchin because because i love tim mitchin was a, a big one going oh okay he's here and sort of seeing it in mccann sort of wander around a corridor and go okay he's yeah, he's pretty big he's he's a big one
0: yeah right, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> just a little
1: bit i mean he's, he's a knight as well which is pretty massive yeah um yeah just, just sort of a few faces like that you're like oh i, I couldn't even go near them yeah
0: but oh, yeah. That, that says a lot about your professionalism because if i saw <laughs> if i saw a celebrity walk to the studio right now i would be losing my mind like oh my days but anyway uh, enough about uh um, so you said that you play a few instruments as well. Yeah. Um, how I, I'm always very envious of people that can play instruments because I'm like, <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. How How long have you been playing instruments for and what instruments have you played? Yeah, so
1: I I mean, it's been a couple of years since i played them properly, which is my own fault, but, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so my sort of main instrument is the sax, um, saxophone, and then clarinet. So I've been playing them since, clarinet since I was in, since, well, oh, 20 years now, actually, it'll, it'll be. Wow. Um, again, been a while since I've picked it up, but, for that amount of, amount of time and then sax will be sort of 14 years um, and then dotted around that you kind of fiddle a bit on a piano and a guitar and uh, you dabble yeah you dabble because you kind of have to and you have to like figure out chord structures and because because a saxophone's tuned in a different way to a piano you have to figure that out in, in your head and it's just it's a whole thing but yeah
0: <laughs> mad absolutely but, um, unbelievable yeah I
1: mean it's just it's it's one of those where I'll if I see something I'll go, oh that's interesting I'll pick it up and see if I can
0: Make something work. Usually, I can't. Usually, I stick to what I know. Uh, <laughs> I bet you're being modest, but to be fair, I mean, I know you said you haven't picked up an instrument for a while, but I feel like once you've learned it, you don't really lose that gift. So yeah, it I, might take a while to get back into I it, but me, yeah,
1: I, 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 there's always these little opportunities that I sort of think, oh, I should get back into it and do that and. Yeah, one day, definitely. Fair <laughs>
0: enough. One more thing before we go into the Gymshark side of things. You mentioned, obviously, we talked about the theatre a little bit and the yep. people that you've seen and the celebrities that you've seen. Um, if you had to recommend a show for people to go and watch, because I'm sure you've seen a few, right? Yep. I've if seen you, a few, yep. yeah. <laughs> if you had to recommend one for people to go and watch, which one would it be? So the one... Yeah, it's probably there's two answers to this because I'm a bit awkward,
1: obviously. Um, So one show, um, my favourite show that I saw um, was a show called Oppenheimer, which was all about the uh, the father of the atomic bomb, basically, and sort of how that came to be, and sort of his own um, sort of struggles with all of that. Uh, that show doesn't exist anymore because it was a limited sort of run. Okay. Um, so you kind of can't go and see that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's sort of the more sort of modern musicals like Book of Mormon, like Dear Evan Hansen, um, I was in New York last year and saw sort of Hadestown, which is uh, kind of like a weird post-apocalyptic story of um, a Greek tragedy. It's like, it's kind of, when you see it, you kind of get it, but it's hard to explain mm. in that sort of situation. But yeah, like shows like that are just like, Mind-blowing, and coming from the theatre background, and sort of knowing all the little tricks that go on in the in the uh, background, and sort of seeing the little theatre magic that they're doing. And going, I know how they've done that, but it's still impressive every time I see it. Yeah, it's just there's nothing else really. I
0: think it's it's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Fair enough. Quite a few <laughs> recommendations there for you. Okay, there you go. All right. Well, let's let's move on to life at Gymshark then. I don't think either of us have been here uh, been at Gymshark for a long time when did you say you've joined the business Uh, so i started october last year so only seven ish months seven months okay fair enough and i mean as i mentioned before you work in the property department can you give us a bit of an insight into your team and what your team does and then how your role fits into that yeah so um we we look after all the Gymshark campus buildings
1: Uh, so obviously we've got hq lc and the iq the iq and iq now <laughs> um uh we've got london retail coming up so uh nick our property director and um Naz and Harriet are sort of big um into that at the moment and sort of getting all that ready um obviously that's quite a big job uh, the project team are working on iq and sort of still um doing some bits on that as well as we go um so yeah a lot of variety um we've got the property development guys as well who are looking at sort of um all the data around um everything on campus and how we utilize the buildings and how we can set the buildings up to get people working efficiently and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, some crazy detail of stuff that they're, they're into, but, uh, yeah, so we kind of, we keep everything up and running. We'd like to think anyway. And then, uh, we've got the facilities team, which obviously I'm in, um, and the front of house team. So facilities wise, we're making sure the buildings are open every day, keeping them up and running, setting up maintenance contracts, dealing with contractors, um, you know getting people in keep things going and then the, the front of house guys are the face of the business as well for a lot of people um we get new visitors in and athletes or whoever it is and the first people they see uh, are the front of house guys so obviously they're incredible they they Keep everything going um, on the on the front-facing side of everything, um, and then we kind of linger in the background and, and get all that going.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. Front of house are, are amazing. Uh, it's always nice to start the day and walking and see their smiles at the front desk. Yeah. So you always know, a smile, always a hello. Yeah, perfect. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. In terms of your job, though, Jim, like, what is your day to day like? Is it varied? Is it kind of the same? Like, what's yeah, your day to day? So, um,
1: a, a lot of variety. I mean, definitely, no two days are the same. Um, there can be days where we're sat. At our desk, kind of getting things done in the background, and then other days where we we don't see uh, laptops for one second. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's we we set up a lot of the maintenance contracts. Um, we are um, raising purchase orders for invoices. We, we as a department as as a whole we spend a lot of money, um, but don't necessarily produce anything um, other than obviously these buildings and everything like that. Um, but facilities wise, yeah, we're. Um, keeping everything running um, if there are issues rep- getting them reported and making sure they're fixed in time and to a good standard and properly. Um, we are running de- deliveries around campus uh, <laughs> which is always a fun one. Um, uh, we are um moving product around um setting up rooms setting up spaces for various things um we get requests in from various teams so events production studios um ev- everyone saying um we need to do this is this possible and we go yeah we'll we'll figure out a way <laughs> <laughs> most of the time anyway um so yeah and then just kind of occasionally picking up the tools ourselves and getting something done because we know that it's a small job and we can just do it um or there's a big unit that's that's gone down somewhere and we need to um get all that ready we're dealing with all the compliance stuff so the fire alarm tests the generator tests at headquarters um the fire extinguisher checks the first aid stuff um yeah making sure the building is is ready for people to be in it um and as you know we're hopefully getting more and more people back on campus we want these buildings to be suitable for them so that they're not walking in things kind of don't work we want them to come in and it's up and up and running, ready to go. Of course, to the best standard that we want, because we've got high standards and we want to make sure that that's carried through everything. Um, so yeah, so a lot of a lot of different stuff. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think as a team we work really well, um, and sort of that's kind of one of the big things for me is having that team around you that that you know that okay, it might be a bit tough in certain times, but you'll get stuff done and you'll make it happen. Um, it's been a long day, but yeah, it's fine we'll go again tomorrow and it'll, and we'll smash it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I guess, you know, looking around, you can kind of see, I guess, the fruits of your labour in some ways. Uh, I mean, one of those ways, obviously, is is IQ. It's like such a massive project. And I, mean, I remember walking in for the first day and I knew it was going to be good. But that building's fucking massive. <laughs> like, that building is humongous. <laughs> so the amount of work that must have gone into that. And I want to find out a bit more about that. Like, how big a project was it from your side? Because, I mean, us walking in on the first day for um, do our tour was was fantastic, but from your side, obviously that was a quite a while in the making. Uh, yeah. Like, what yeah. what was the story from your side? Yeah, so I was, so I came in like I
1: said in October, so a lot of it had already happened, uh, and it's a it was a more of the projects team, um, sort of Mm -hmm. looking after it. So obviously they were involved from the very get-go right to the finish and still are. Um, But yeah, sort of walking in and seeing it as we come in in the later stages and sort of get everything kind of up and running. Um, Moving everyone over from HQ to IQ was a no small task. Um, Mm -hmm. As you can imagine, obviously the product guys have got a lot of stuff. Um, So getting all that ready and getting all that in place um, was quite a big job. So yeah, from our point of view, we're just like, we're kind of still figuring little bits out because there's always these little um little tweaks and things but yeah we're really excited about it and it's you know it's such a huge incredible space um yeah we have a contractor come in and say i need to look at this thing in this room and we're like we don't know where that is <laughs> because it's so big um obviously we, we get there we figure it out um it's you know which one of the 1500 plant rooms do we need to look at or which distribution board is this one thing in that we need it's always little stuff like that of but, course um, but, of yeah. course but no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be a part of, and um, yeah, with retail coming up, uh, we're sort of getting a little bit involved with contracts and stuff like that, so yeah, it's exciting seeing some of the stuff that's uh, coming out, and will be coming out in the next sort of six months or so.
0: Well, you say about stuff coming out <laughs> in the next six months, uh, I, I, and look, if you can't say, you can't say, but I have to ask. Is there anything exciting coming up that we don't (laughs) know about yet? Anything that you can hint at? Couldn't possibly say,
1: George. Oh no! Come on. (laughs) No, I mean, as as far as I know, yeah, we've got retail. Um, Obviously, that's a big push. We've got the retail team um, working on that. We've got um, the guys on our end, the property team, sort of um, spending all day, every day, working on it, and you know, trying to get everything ready. Which is, uh, yes. But as far as I know, nothing, nothing
0: secret that I could talk about. Good answer, good answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk Let's talk a bit more about retail then. Uh, obviously, a huge project and one that everyone's looking forward to seeing come to fruition uh, later on in the year. Um, what sort of, like, what features are there in this store that we, like, that aren't in traditional stores that you've helped play a part in? Like, what, what, what is unique? What's going to be unique about the retail store? So I guess, yeah, so at, at this point,
1: we're sort of still... Looking at the plans and going how how a certain thing's going to work from a facilities point of view because obviously we need to look at sort of how the building's going to run and how then we can look after that building essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, as as kind of has been, I'm, I'm pretty sure has been shared already. Yeah, all of the sort of the event space stuff, um, the uh, some of the stuff in the changing rooms that about having sort of maybe potentially sort of mirrors that you can try things on on that don't exist on you. if That makes sense because it's all augmented reality, all that sort mm. of stuff. Um yeah, I just I think the general the the community experience rather than the shopping experience and the retail experience, I think that big highlight is something that you don't really see anywhere else. And I think it's such a gym shark thing <laughs> because we're all about getting people in and it doesn't matter if they're spending a thousand pounds or fifteen pounds. We want them to have the same experience no matter what it is. Um so yeah I think it's yeah it's it's that big obviously prime location right on Regent Street but getting everyone in, if that makes sense.
0: No, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, like I say, it's it's going to be, oh, well, I think it's going to be a, such an amazing um, space, like you say, for our community to come together um, and not just to, you know, come in and, and buy our great product, but also to just, you know... Uh, take, uh, take part in classes that are done by our pros um, experience a bit more of the Gymshark culture um, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing place I'm, I can't wait to, to go down and see it um, for, for real when it opens but yeah, that, um, um, that opening period is going to be yeah. Uh, very interesting time. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but, yeah. I bet. Um, I, I'm sure you're looking forward to how busy it's going to be for your department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love a challenge. Yeah, it's already um, ramping up. So, it's like, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see where it's going to go. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, you know, talking about, you know, property as a whole then. I mean, one of the questions we always ask is, how do you go about doing your jobs and doing your roles in a disruptive way or, you know, yeah. in the Gymshark way of doing things? I, I, I imagine there's not loads of wiggle room for property. But yeah. How how do you go about trying to keep things fresh and doing things differently to other companies traditionally do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so it's um,
1: obviously for us, there's a lot of sort of black and white stuff essentially because it's either it will work or it won't work. You <laughs> mm. <laughs> see what I mean? Um, we're always trying to keep everything compliant. So it either is compliant or it isn't, you know, either it either is safe or it isn't. Um, so obviously we kind of do some work with gems as well. Um, but yeah, as she says, whenever we get sort of, Whenever she gets requested and she likes to say yes if rather than no to mm-hmm. sort of things like that. So yeah, we kind of we try and sort of tread that line between Yes, this is gonna work um and will help the overall
0: experience, rather than saying, Yeah, this doesn't make sense what I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I understand. I think I understand. Rather than trying to, you know, you know put red tape on everything and yeah. and saying no that can't happen that can't happen you try and find solutions where yeah, you yeah. know it would be easier to just say no you can't do that yeah as we said so and, and there <laughs> are times where
1: we kind of do have to say no and we do feel like oh yeah we feel like the bad guys but yeah we need to sort of figure, figure a way out of, of making this work for everyone um mm-hmm. and you know it's Gymshark so there's always something popping up here there and everywhere it's like oh okay okay we'll figure that out right now because it's you know just the way that we operate.
0: <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I, I mean, am, am I right in saying that, um, property, your, your department also helped with our sites in Denver and Hong Kong? Yeah. So, um, um,
1: when Denver was being built, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, had Harrison spent every day, every evening on zoom calls, building it remotely during COVID. Um, wow. and then the results come out of it is incredible. Obviously mm-hmm. I've not been, I've been to the videos, um, i'd like to go one day hint hint uh (laughs) but yeah so we kind of have a little bit to do with um the international offices um purely from a because we're a centralized sort of hub for the company um but then equally they sort of have their own team to sort of handle everything as well um but yeah i mean it'd be great to go out there and and look at all the other spaces and sort of see how they see how they do things and see how we can implement different things over here and sort of share all that knowledge and yeah keep it all keep it all going well (laughs) Hey, my name is Sam Cubbins and I'm interrupting this podcast to tell you about the Lifting Club offering. One of the best things about working at Gymshark is definitely the Lifting Club. Our facility is absolutely amazing. We've got over 50 classes running each week, including boxing, spin, pilates, functional fitness and loads more. So book on through the MyZone app to join us. We know there are plenty of you far away from the Lifting Club and overseas, but that won't stop us from helping you. Our class schedule includes a Zoom workout every single weekday and our amazing Lifting Club coaches are always there to provide help and support online that will help you smash your health and fitness goals. Feel free to drop us any messages on Slack anytime to find out more about how we can work with you or come on down to the Lifting Club. See you soon!
0: Um, all right, then. Well, let's move on to uh, your best day ever. Yeah. Now, I know that you've only been at the business for a matter of months. But to be honest, like, I've asked this, pe- asked this question to a lot of people. And no matter whether you've been at the company for a month or a decade, it's always hard to kind of narrow down that one day or that one yeah. event that was, you know, really, really amazing. Um, so, Jim, tell me about your best day ever. What was it? Yeah, so I think um, quite recently we had the
1: junior uh, lifting championships in the LC. um, And whilst, yeah, we didn't really have too much to do with it from sort of our point of view, it was kind of nice to sort of see um, this event come together. um, People coming in and sort of achieving sort of incredible things and setting world records or personal bests. And these guys are younger than me and I wish I could do half the stuff that they could do. But yeah, and just sort of as it was being set up, I was kind of just in the LC um, before going home and sort of getting that vibe of, this is something that everyone's working for, towards, everyone's in uh, the same situation, wanna get this thing up and running and get it ready, um, which is I mean, quite similar to how it used to be back in theater. We, we obviously would have theater shows, but we'd also run conferences, events, all that sort of stuff. So there was always that sort of like buzz in the air of something's about to happen and it's great. And you, you got that feeling in the LC when it was all being set up. During the um, the four days it was on, what we had it on in the office streaming it so that we could sort of keep up with it all we were obviously in and around the lc doing various bits uh in our jobs anyway so we kind of hang around for sort of 10 15 minutes watch all the stuff going on and yeah just just seeing everything come together like that and the the enthusiasm that everyone that was involved had and then yeah the the actual athletes sort of smashing out their own stuff was was yeah
0: next level (laughs) it was it was well i I did see um see the event going on as well like you said it was it was streamed and i mean it's clear that a lot of work went into it because i go to the lc i mean not as regularly as i'd like i'm not going to say that i go every day but i go i go regularly so (laughs) you know seeing the transformation that had to take place for that to happen was a big big one um and i'd like to kind of dig into that a little bit more like so you find out you, you have this opportunity. To do this event, like what what do you do first? Like, how do you even begin to tackle that from a property's perspective?
1: Yeah, so I, we, I think this one, we were quite, I mean, I wouldn't say fortunate or lucky, but it definitely helped <laughs> um, because it was being run by the guys that were running sort of the championship. So, from our point of view, as long as sort of the things that they could demonstrate were up and running, that was all good. But the events team were involved. Um, D- Danny was usually involved as well uh, from obviously the coaching team. So, yeah, we, from us, we didn't need to sort of intervene or do that much, um, which is always good because means we can focus on other things that that need our attention a bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. We we, we were kind of watching it all and and yeah, we this is fine. We're it's again great to see everyone sort of in the space enjoying it, and um, yeah, I think being quite hands off was quite good.
0: No, I get <laughs> Just that because totally. we didn't need to
1: be. Yeah, we didn't need to be sort of involved
0: as much as other things <laughs> no I, I totally get that i totally get that so um you say that you didn't need to be as as hands-on um so are you saying that part of the reason why it was your best <clears throat> excuse me best day ever is because you know just seeing the culmination of it seeing what was happening and the records being smashed yeah, and it was more that yeah. side rather than the actually like putting together of the event
1: yeah and it's kind of the whole thing of like um you know, Gymshark values and community and sort of getting all that, and it was kind of like that on display in a really raw format. It's like this is, you know, we've got the lifting club, which is I know it doesn't do lift, it not all about lifting, but this is a lifting event in the lifting club. It's kind of really on the nose, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like yeah, just everything that is is Gymshark kind of on display at that point. And I mean, whether sort of thousands of people tuned in or it was a couple hundred or whatever, or you know whatever it is, like that's it's still a great platform and yeah it was just great to see all of that come together
0: mm. now that makes a lot of sense I mean our values we we talk a lot about values at Gymshark and and our community and like you say it was an opportunity for the community to really come together from those getting involved and actually doing the lifting to those that came to spectate yeah. to those that helped put it together and everything yeah
1: I mean it, it made me just kind of go oh I want to do that like it'd be great to it'd be great to get involved in something like that um, because I mean i i i'm not a lifter i don't do that (laughs) do that stuff really um but yeah it's one of the things that you go these guys are incredible it would be great to be on on even half of of what they're doing would be yeah sort of smashing out so yes it's it's that thing of you don't necessarily have to be interested in that thing um but with the community and all that sort of stuff it's yeah it gets it gets it all together
0: (laughs) no no that makes that makes a lot of sense like i said um yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I, I'm not a serial um, lifter, as it were. But you can take a lot of inspiration and a lot of heart yeah, from watching yeah, it happen. Yeah, and
1: you can you can, you you can see them psyching themselves up before, and sort of getting in the zone. I mean, similar to um, in theatre when actors before every night before every show are sort of getting in the zone and sort of getting into their own headspace, and you kind of look at them going, "What, what are they doing? They're." they're running around shouting or sort of just being just being a bit odd um (laughs) because they need to get into that role and it's it's the same thing with with these guys at the championships they were sort of yeah you you have to get into that mindset and same same with any elite sport i guess you need to sort of get get your brain into the right place to be able to do what you do so yeah there's a lot of a lot of um comparable sort of um factors with what i used to do and what i do now because it's a lot of creative
0: a lot of People that are passionate about what they do. So yeah, <laughs> that's fair. And what would you say if like what would you say was the lasting impact that that has had on you? Obviously, it wasn't. I mean, I think it was maybe barely a month ago now, maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't um, a month ago. Yeah. So like, what what would you say has been the impact on you? What kind of what a lesson or what have you taken away from from that event that um, happened in the in the lifting club? Yeah, so I think
1: um, usually with a lot of the events, oh, I mean especially the ones since I've started Um, tend to be on weekends or they're a bit more closed off or whatever it is Um, just the ones that I've seen experienced they might not have actually been like that but I've just not kind of been around um, at the right time Um, so for that one kind of seeing it during sort of the working day and seeing everyone come together and collaborate on it in a different way that I'm probably used to was um, really interesting and sort of seeing how people um, within the business kind of get things done and um, there's this collective effort to all pull together I think as I've said already, um, to 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 put an event on and to make it important for the people that are coming and sort of, yeah, there's like I said earlier, there's that buzz around getting something like that ready um, in the air and you, you, it's just, yeah, you just can't help but experience it and enjoy it. So, yeah, I think it's sort of seeing how Gymshark does stuff from the, sort of the offset of it to then getting that thing ready to go 12 hours later, whatever it is, mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, a great way of seeing it and sort of, then how that
0: differs to everything I experienced before, but then not not in a bad way, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, of course. And like you say, the collaboration, not just with a lot of different teams internally, but obviously the team externally that were involved with putting on the competition, and I guess that's that's kind of nice in a way to kind of, you know, see different viewpoints. Like, oh, you've done it that way. Well, OK, maybe we do it this way this next time or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that that makes a lot of sense. Um, last question I have about this, and it's kind of it's kind of one that there may not be a, an answer to, but, like, is there anything that kind of didn't go as well as you'd wanted it to? <laughs> is there anything that nearly went wrong? I, I mean...
1: If it did, we weren't made aware of it <laughs> um as far as I know, everything went well um you know all all the competitors had a good time all the judges and everything' Cause it, you know it's a proper um it's a proper competition with serious judges that and uh, that are there to do a job and do that job only um no as far as far as I'm aware everything was all good um and
0: at this point, we, we don't want to know if something went wrong. <laughs> <Just do> that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, well, this has been a really, really interesting conversation, and it's been an amazing getting insight into into yourself, Jim, and obviously the property department as a whole. Uh, before we uh, come to a close, every guest that joins the podcast has to leave us with a strong opinion. So I don't mind how serious it is. I don't mind how trivial it is. But you've got to leave us with something on Best Day Ever. So... What have you got for us today, Jim? What is your strong yeah. opinion that's going to divide the gym masses? Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think
1: this one is pretty divisive, which is wild to me that it is divisive. It's food, yeah, isn't it? It's it's got, so- yeah, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, for me, pineapple on pizza is extraordinary. It's fantastic, extraordinary, extraordinary. Exactly. I've used those words. That word even. <laughs> um, and if you don't like it, then I I, I can't help you. Um, can't help you. <laughs> the only thing I'd say is try a bit of paprika on the pineapple. That always helps it out a little bit. That's different. Yeah, just just a little bit of spice. You know, kind of like the way you have mango chutney with a curry and stuff like that. Like has a little bit of sweet. Okay, I see. I um, see. You. But yeah, pineapple on pizza. It's great. I, would, I maybe wouldn't do it every time, but if it's there, I'm gonna have it.
0: That's fair. Okay. Well, you know what? Pizza toppings are such a touchy subject for so many people. Uh, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, uh, for me, I will not have a pizza unless it's barbecue base. Nice. And, and, and I know. I know. I mean, I've already had a lot of people come at me for that do not care. Uh, <laughs> and so, that's the thing.
1: I'm probably going to get the same thing. And again, I
0: don't care. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, think on, a, I think on the previous episode, uh, it might have been the one with Lucas. I think I'm pretty sure he said uh, the complete opposite of you. Oh, did he? I'm Sorry, Lucas. Sure I should did. have listened to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. But that's all good. So pineapple on pizza is top tier for you. Name one topping that is bottom tier. Olives. Olives. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't fuck with olives, basically. I don't fuck with olives. <laughs> that that might just be the title of the podcast. I don't yeah, fuck with olives. I don't fuck with olives. Um,
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, just for whatever reason, just, just Not, we just don't
0: get on, yeah. Is, so is that is that just period or on pizza? Oh, everything, yeah, yeah. It could completely, olives in any situation, No. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough fair enough I can't debate that Um, well we've come to an end of this episode but like I said it's been really really fantastic getting to know you and getting to to know the department as well so thank you so much for your time Jim I really appreciate it no worries thanks for having me George anytime anytime at all Um, if you have any feedback about these podcasts then you know what to do drop me a slack or email comms at gymshot.com. again the podcast is for you it's by you and we want to know what you want to hear so please do let us know using those mediums Uh, thanks again for joining us and until next time i've been george bushel and this has been the best day of a podcast see you soon